The following podcast is part of the Underdog Sports Podcast Network. For advertising information or to find more great podcasts, visit us at www.theunderdogsports.com and follow us on Twitter at RealTheUnderdog. You're listening to the Underdog Sports NBA Show with host Tyler Laurie and Zandrick Ellison. Brought to you by Underdog Sports. Tune in every week as Tyler and Zan recap the biggest storylines and news in the NBA. Okay, we're back with a very special episode of the Underdog NBA show because Tyler Laurie's not here. So the inmates are running the asylum. And I, I get to make an executive decision here. Whom do I want to be the co-host? And you, we have such a great supporting cast. We can always call, you know, Blake J. Harris is our resident futurist. And we have Tal Bulgare, the great analytics guru, Kendall Baker, Mike Trudell. We have, we have a good, strong roster. But I think something that our show lacks is an ombudsman. And if you don't know what that is, ombudsman is sort of like a public advocate. And companies and organizations hire them to kind of internally review or externally review their operation and criticize their operation. ESPN had one for a long time that would write critical articles about ESPN and they would actually publish them. So I thought we'd do the same thing. And I thought, who could be an ombudsman? Who could be a good critic for our show? What about my own brother? Dondrick Ellison. Listens every week and criticizes every week. Welcome on the show. The, the show that you sometimes like, sometimes hate. Thank you. We're off to a bang you, explaining what ombudsman means for two minutes. <laughs> You're saying that's a criticism. I, <laughs> slow start. Oh, I'm happy to be here. I, um, yeah, I'm happy to be here. I listen to the show and I think it's good. I think it's good. I just have, you know, some reactions. You have some criticism. Well, we're mostly going to talk about the all-star game and make our predictions, but do you have anything you want to get off your chest? What are your like top three criticisms of Zandrick, your brother? Well, uh, I really want to talk about how bad Blake is. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I like Blake. Um, I think that here's my criticism. Here's my biggest criticism. And it's mostly with you. All right. right. You can criticize me. Don't criticize Tyler. He's not here. Well, Tyler, I think, is legit. He seems to, you know, he's been in the game. He's, right. You know, he has credibility. Yeah. He's got his ear to the, you know, ground. He knows what he's coaching and stuff. You, I think, are mostly just like a malcontent. Yeah. That's one of your criticisms to me. Like you say we criticize LeBron too much. Yeah. You guys are very critical of LeBron. I think LeBron, here's my thing with LeBron is he, I, I think your guys get confused with uh, bashing like his, or particularly you, his personality. And then it kind of conflates with his basketball skill because he, he he's kind of peerless, right? I mean, and last year wasn't good because he was hurt. But you have to admit like, okay, maybe Durant's better now, but he's like, I'm, and Giannis is having a great season, but I think LeBron, is you know, we just tend to forget how good he is. I think he had the best stretch of finals of anyone in history. The when he they played the Warriors those three the the years that he went he went one and eight in the in those two series. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he was really good. Like the best I've ever seen 
maybe someone ever play was when they won the championship against the Warriors. And I know that was a few years ago, but I, I think he's still, he has that mystique. No, totally. And I think you see it in these like all-star events. Like he's like Giannis is probably like a better player right now, but like LeBron's still clearly like the star. And also I think like among the players, like he gets the most respect and we'll talk about that a little bit more in the all-star game, but I feel like he can like rally the troops better than anybody. They still respect him and admire him the most. Well, I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about disrespect. I'm talking about actual playing. I think that if, in the finals, I think Giannis is better night to night, but I'm not sure that he's better in a playoff series. I would rather take LeBron's team if it was in a vacuum. I, I understand what you're saying, because I agree. Like, if you pick an MVP, you'd pick Giannis or Harden. But if you if you were, like, subjectively, you had to pick one guy to have on your team in a playoff series, LeBron has proven it, and he's not afraid of that moment at all. Yeah, anymore. He was earlier. I would say right now, in, in a playoff series, which really is what matters, right? It's the playoffs. Regular season is fun and everything. But what matters is the playoffs. I think that it's LeBron and, you know, Kawhi, in my opinion. But I just think LeBron gets hated on a lot because he is so public and, well, with the Lakers and everything. And I, I don't love his personality or anything, but I think he's just, we forget just how good he is. Yeah, especially at his age. I mean, like, it's, it is incredible. And it's something like Tom Brady. Like, you just don't see, just, we've gotten used to it somehow, but we shouldn't. Um so he's going to be featured this week. The All-Star game is in Chicago. Is there any other complaints? Do you want to lodge anything else? You say I fidget with my mic sometimes. That was your other big complaint. Yeah, you're very fidgety. <laughs> very distracting. <laughs> I thought you guys were, I, you were a little too hard on Kobe last week. You know that. Yeah, the eulogy slash. I thought it was a little, a little tactless. <laughs> you're bashing him after you know the plane crash and everything but you were trying to be fair and honest i guess i suppose thank you i'll take it so as an ombudsman you use fair criticism i think we'll take all that especially me and i agree in terms of credibility tyler has more credibility um but let's talk about this weekend oh and, and the nba jam podcast I don't know if your listeners remember that one, but that was not good. That was, that was, a, that reminded me of when we were growing up and you would make me do all these indulgent, you know, games and, and thought exercises. I had to listen to you talk about, you know, these hypotheticals where what if this team drafted this team and you would send emails to us <laughs> unsolicited about your thoughts on these. It was, I felt like they were along for the ride on your kind of, uh madness <laughs> that's true i think blake j harris was on the show and you're kidding about not liking blake because you know blake but um they they weren't prepared for that that format those 16 yeah, once it got to round five of the tournament <laughs> <laughs> um, well I, you're not prepared for this format because i want to talk to you about all-star game and like you i would say are the fan like most fans of the nba like you like watching nba especially in the playoffs like listening to NBA podcasts, maybe not our own, but other ones. Um, so I think like the NBA is like trying to engage like fans like you to watch their all-star content. And so like year to year, like they have the, the celebrity game, they have the skills competition, they have the Saturday night weekend and then the big game. Like, do you have a preference on like what you like watching? What would you watch in a normal year? Um, I, I, you know, I disagree not to be so uh, contrarian. I disagree that I'm the fan that they're targeting. I think that they're targeting kids 
You know what I mean? Like, I think that, it, am I wrong about this? Like, I feel like I love the all-star game. I love the dunk contest, all the stuff. I mean, it was like appointment viewing when I was a kid. That's true. And now that I'm older, I'm like, okay, you know, it's sort of silly. And the cool thing to say is how everyone doesn't like it. That's true. Well, and kids, like, when you watch a kid, like a 10-year-old watch the dunk contest, they're not going around saying, oh, Vince Carter's dunk contest was better. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that it's fun for them. I think that we, as adults who care so much about the NBA, we're a bit, you know, we see through that. but for kids you know when we were growing up watching it it was really fun and you know it was exciting even if they missed dunks you know the vince carter one aligned nicely with you know when we were watching it that was amazing but yeah i mean you were a big Birdman fan that's like a top five moment uh well let's start this is the funny thing we did last year so i you mentioned who is the nba targeting what's the target audience what's the target audience for the all-star celebrity game um, which is on TV still, like miraculously. And so so we did this last year with Tyler. And Wait, he got who's a, on it? I like the, I like the celebrity game. I never watch it, but I like the idea of it. Well, they used to have, you know, they had Justin Bieber at one point. They had Kevin Hart at one point. They had Michael Rappaport about 10 times. Um, so oh, and the, Arnie Duncan. Oh, yeah, Arnie Duncan, the secretary of something. Um, secretary of education. He was always very fundamentally sound. Yeah, he was good. So we did this last year with Tyler. I'm going to read you the names in the Celebrity All-Star Game, and you tell me if you know who they are. Give, give me, like, just vague background. Are they, you know? Yeah, 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 I remember this. I remember you guys did this. That was a year ago. Wow. Okay. Yeah, Tyler did, got about 50%. So it's in Chicago. So Team Stephen A. Smith is the coach. The captain of the team is <laughs> kind of a giveaway. His name is Chance the Rapper. Do you know who he is? A rapper. I don't know any of his songs, but I, he's a, he's I a pretty well-known rapper. And if you're not good with rapping, you might be in trouble with this and the rest of this list. Um, well, I know the names, but I can't name the song. That they, well, maybe I can. Maybe if I you can. can say, if you say musician, we'll even count that. We'll count, you know, something vague. So that's one for one. Next up in alphabetical order, Anthony Spice Adams. Rapper. He is a TV host and a former NFL tackle. And I follow the NFL. I've never heard of him. So, no. What does he host? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, okay, next guy. Taylor, or girl, sorry, I should say, because his name Taylor Bennett. I have no idea. Could be a guy. Could be a girl. Sounds like a singer. We're not giving you that. It's a rapper. It's, in fact, Chance the Rapper's brother. Speaking of uh, another but brother, why did you connection. say it was a girl? Why did you try to throw me off? I there? tried to throw you off. It was a little trick because I had to Google a lot of these people before to see if they're boys or girls. Um, next one, LaRoyce Hawkins, uh, uh, football player. Wrong. He is a actor. I think he's in Chicago PD. Lil Rel Howery. <laughs> Giveaways in the name of Lil Rel. That's a rap. No, Lil Rel. I thought you would get Lil Rel. He's an actor. He was in Get Out. He was like the. Um, Wait, is it Lil? Like Lil, Lil Rel. Yeah. He's an actor that has the the prefix Lil. Yeah, and he had his own show on Fox. Lil Lil Rel, it was called. Oh wow, that's cool. I never. I thought that was just a rapper thing. No, um, Mark Lazary. Do you know? Yeah, I'm not gonna get him. He's the Bucks co-owner. Um, so far you've gotten one, uh, one for seven. Oh, you didn't give me a chance on that one, but that's kind of weird that they have an owner. 
Darius Miles. Do you remember him? Yeah, the Clippers. I love Darius yeah. Miles. Caitlin Ohashi. Remember Darius Miles? If he plays, does the Portland, do they lose? Like, do they have like a contract situation? Like, if he played and was healthy, it cost Portland a ton of money. Do you remember that? Or was that the Memphis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had like a career-ending injury thing, and then Memphis signed him. And anyway, okay. Right, well, that's one. your second one, Caitlin Ohashi. That's a figure figure skater. Close. It's a gymnast. You see, like, I'm not. I'm not giving you that one though. Um, we have to go through these quickly because there's a lot. Quavo. Do you know Quavo? You should know Quavo. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Migos, right? Yeah. Okay, that's your third. He's he's really good in these games. Ronnie 2K. If you were, We mentioned him last year on the show, if you remember Ronnie 2K. Because I think a lot of these guys have been in it a couple times in our own now. That's a musician, I'd imagine. No, he's the director of marketing for NBA 2K. <laughs> I guess he does a lot of social media. Aja Wilson or AJ Wilson? AJA. She's a forward for the Las Vegas Aces. All right, now let's quickly go through Team Wilbon. The captain is Common. Oh, I hate Common. Yeah, the rapper. Jose. And, uh, An- he does those commercials. I hate those commercials. Uh, Jose Andres. Uh, I don't know. Actor. Yeah, I thought you would get him. You probably do. It's just so out of context. Jose Andres is a celebrity chef. He's kind of a chubby guy, too. I'm interested to see him in there. I don't think you're going to get John Batiste and Kane Brown. No, I don't know anyone. Bad Bunny? I'll go. Bad Bunny sounds like a, a, a social media personality. No, I think Bad Bunny's actually up and come, like a pretty well known uh, musician now. Hannibal Burris, you know. Yeah, comedian. Um, um, I'm not, I'm, Quentin Richardson, you know. Yeah, another clipper. Um, very clipper game. And then I think you would also get, I don't know, maybe Alex Moffat. Do you know Alex Moffat? No. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's like Jose How Andres. did Tyler do 50% on these? I don't know. Well, it seems like it's just a lot. A lot of these guys are rappers. Again, John Baptiste, Kane Brown's a country artist, kind of like an urban country artist. Famous Los is a rapper. Um, J- Jadena is a rapper. So that was my question. Like, whom are they trying to, get to watch this game because you have like if you're trying to make like a diverse group like maybe half your group being rappers that are kind of like fringe rappers this seems like an odd pick but maybe that's who wants to do it i don't know well i don't think they had their any pick of any celebrity <laughs> they could choose i think they had to get what they could get uh, alex moffett is it's interesting because alex moffett is definitely in context you wouldn't know he's on snl he's one of the newer guys on snl and he's funny he plays eric trump um but he apparently was in like the Chicago Bulls, like dunk team and part of their like little jokey teams, you know, like the little kind of like male cheerleaders back in the day. Oh, good for him. <laughs> that brings some excitement. That would bring excitement in the game. <laughs> well, let's talk about actual basketball competitions ish. Um, the Rising Stars is actually going to be maybe like more fun than the actual All Star game because you have basically the US team has. Right now, Trey Young slated to play John Morant and Zion. Zion right now is listed on the roster. I hope he plays against the world team that features Luka Doncic, who's slated to play, even though he's playing the All Star game. So, if you had to just make a pick right there, Zion's team versus Luka's team, who's going to win? What are you sure that the ones that are in the All Star game are playing? I don't know. They're listed, um, so I'm going to say they're going to play. I don't know if they're going to play heavy minutes. Maybe they'll try to hand the ball. You know, 
I would say the U.S. team. Yeah, they look pretty stacked. Sounds like a really good team. I hope Zion plays and just throws up some dunks. He seems like the favorite for MVP. Um, skills competition. Probably the worst event of them all. Is that it? Did they get rid of the rise? Not the, the shooting stuff. You know where they did the half court shot? Yeah, the that, they got rid of that a few years ago. Okay. Um, that was the worst. They have Bam... Bam Idebayo, Patrick Beverly, Spencer Dinwiddie, Shea Gilgis Alexander, Chris Middleton, Demonis Sabonis, Pascal Siakam. Seems like they got a lot of big guys. And then defending champion Jason Tatum. Well, you don't understand. They're doing bigs versus little. So that's yeah. like the thing they do. And you know, you know, they're really struggling to come up with some gimmicks when like that's like the gimmick that people are going to tune in for. It's like mildly entertaining, but they really need a better event, don't they? Has a big ever won? I don't know. I think so. I kind of vaguely remember it. Well, it always comes down to like who can make the shot, you know, because they like blur through this thing and they have to shoot like a three and then a lot of the guys just miss. Yeah. Well, the key with that is they need really big guys. It's sort of like an oddity thing. Like, like you know, I think DeMarcus, yeah. Or like, I think DeMarcus Cousins was in it one year or maybe I'm misremembering that, but that would have been interesting, you know, because I think that was the idea. But now they seem to all be, I mean, the NBA is not, everyone's kind of that tweener we used to say size so there's not much different yeah i think you're right maybe boban would be interesting well let's talk like big picture like as a fan like because three-point contest is watchable there's eight guys which is a little much maybe and the dunk contest is watchable like what should the third event be like they tried horse do you ever remember them doing horse it was terrible yeah they did the shooting stars which is terrible the skills thing is like passable it's pretty bad um at least it goes by quickly you know what i mean I don't know. They have eight guys. I mean, it seems like too many. <laughs> um, and it does look a little bush league, you know, the obstacle course. Where yeah, <laughs> totally. It's really bad. <laughs> it's like a carnival game. Yeah, you know the thing I think would be really cool. They they wouldn't do it because I guess they don't want to try anything that would get hurt. But wouldn't you watch this if it was? This is the pro- idea I've always had: a two on two tournament, like a mini tournament. So, and it would be the team based. So it'd be like LeBron and Anthony Davis versus Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. And, you know, you come up with like the two-man team, like an NBA Jam tournament, speaking of, the thing you hated so much, but in real life. <laughs> yeah, but that's not, that's like a, well, the coolest would be if they had like a one-on-one tournament of the best players. No, but I think two-on-two, two, I, th- I think two-on-two two is more fun to watch than one-on-one because there's just like a lot of like post-up moves and stuff. Um, well, to answer your question, yes, but I, there's zero <laughs> chance that anyone would do that. All right. Well, I, that's my dream. All right. Then we'll move on. What the, if they had them fight to the death? But, you know, that would be interesting. <laughs> then, I would take, then I would take Patrick Beverly. Um, okay. Three-point contest. And this is interesting since we were kids. Like, Wait, you didn't pick your pick? T- I, oh, yeah. All right. Fine. Who, who, I would take Jason Tatum because I know he's going to hit that shot at the end. Um, who do you think? of the, Among the guys who could hit a shot, you got Dinwiddie, you got Chris Middleton, Jason Tatum. I'm going to take Bam. Bam. Wow. That's a good, bold pick. Um, all right. Three point contest. And I was going to say, this is so interesting because everyone on the list shoots above 37%, which is a good mark, um, up to 44%. But I thought it was interesting. They've all shot these guys. The lowest in terms of attempts is Joe Harris, 5.9. Like, do you remember being a kid, like how rare it would be for somebody to shoot six threes in a game? Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. 
In fact, I w- I'm just looking it up. Larry Bird, not from our day, a little before our day. Um, the most threes he ever took in a season was 3.3. And so to think like that would be like among like the lowest for like wings nowadays. Um, okay. But the, yeah. the pool is pretty good. Davis Bertans from Washington, 43% shooter right now. Um, Devonte Graham from Charlotte, Joe Harris from Brooklyn, Buddy Heald from Sacramento, of course, Zach Levine, who apparently is only doing this. He's not doing the dunk contest. Duncan Robinson, who's leading the league, 44% from Miami. Damian Lillard, big name. And Trey Young, big name. So you have some like big names who don't have like the percentages that like Duncan Robinson and Davis Pertans have, but maybe they can do a lot better with the wide open shots like this. Yeah. I'm surprised that Levine shoots that well from three. I didn't, I guess I didn't. He's, a, he's the lowest on the board, 37.3. That's still pretty good. Yeah. Um, okay. So, we're, but you're missing the wrinkle they added this year. Do you know that? And it's like a deep three, right? Yeah. I figure you talk about that if you're talking about the all star stuff. Well, that's why you're the ombudsman here to criticize <laughs> and point out our flaws. <laughs> Just making our pick. So it's true. Uh, but what do they do there? They isn't that kind of somewhat newsworthy for an all-star yeah. You're side? right. So they're doing a they're doing a deep three that's extra points. So I think it's specifically for guys like Staff and, and Damian Lillard, who's been so hot shooting these like crazy deep threes. It is fun to watch. But I don't know. I don't know if I like that. It's like I think they're adding two right uh, by the like uh, they're two deep shots. In yeah, between there's two deep shots. Like the top of it in the corner, and it becomes—it's almost like the money ball. Like those shots become so important now because, like, they're worth so much. It's like you know, it's like final Jeopardy and Jeopardy. Like you have to get that to win. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Final Jeopardy. But I think that I don't like that because don't they get out of the rhythm? They have to. I like when they get into like a groove and they're just like you know they don't have to run so far between rack to rack. I think it's going to mess them up. That's my prediction. Well, it's like that, you know, they did a horse. I think it was Bill Simmons's idea, actually, when he worked at ESPN. He's like, let's do horse. And, you know, because these guys are incredible shooters and they can make 40 footers. But watching it live, they did horse live. And it was like, you know, Kevin Durant, like missing a 45 footer, missing a 40 footer. And it's just like, it's yeah, just it went awkward. on forever. I remember it went on so long. But Durant got hot at the end and he won. That was, but it took like two hours to get there. Um, yeah. So who's your pick? You have a bunch of white guys and a bunch of stars, basically. I think my theory with this is you don't want to be too tall. I don't know why it is, but I, I think I've heard that before. It, like Dirk never did as well as you would think. Um, I'm so, gonna so go. You, you the short guys are Trey Young, Damon Lillard, Buddy Heald's pretty short. Yeah, I'm gonna go Buddy Heald. He's averaging ten threes a game. Incredible. Um. I think that's a good pick. I'm going to go with Davis Bertans, who is tall, but I just think he's such a pure shooter. And he's Latvian, too, so you got to root for him. Um, all right. The theme of white guys and the keeps going because the dunk contest. Zach Levine apparently is not doing it. I think he's like pouting because he didn't get named an all-star, so he's only doing the three-point contest and not the dunk contest. So we're not going to see a rematch between him and Aaron Gordon, whom he beat a few years ago. Instead, we have... Pat Connington, white guy, shooting guard from Milwaukee, who's sneaky athletic, they call that. Um, Dwight Howard apparently is coming back for the All-Star. I mean, unless he likes nursing injuries and he doesn't want to do it. Uh, 
I think he must be like the oldest guy that like would win. He's 34. Obviously he's won in the past. And then like kind of the ringer, Derek Jones Jr. Who's just like a really good dunker from Miami. And he's playing a little better too in real life. So this four man field only. I would think Aaron Gordon's the favorite followed by Derek Jones Jr. But whom do you like? Wait, did that Aaron Gordon's in it again. Mm-hmm. How many years has he done this now? I think he's been in it twice before. Okay. I, I don't think he's ever won. I think I think Zach Levine won both times. Oh, I remember him being good. He was very good. Yeah, they had like a big, like one of the best like duels ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I kind of want to go with Dwight just for the, you know, the curiosity of it. But I guess I'm going to go with Aaron Gordon. Dwight Howard won in New Orleans in 2008 is the last time he won. That's pretty incredible. If he could win it within the span of like 12, over a decade in between. Well, you think he'd have the judges on his side, right? I mean, because it it's kind of cool that he volunteered to do it. He, he didn't need to by any means. So that's, sort of, that's sort of cool. Yeah, and he, he talked about a guy who's rehabbed his image more than like anyone else this year. Like, Remember Dwight Howard last year? It was like hated as a player. He had that whole like scandal off the court and it was like a punchline. And, and now he's like a good soldier for the Lakers playing pretty well. And he's going to be in the dunk contest. It's like a total renaissance year for Dwight Howard. I, I agree. I think he'll be like the crowd favorite. I think I'm going to go with Derek Jones Jr. Cause I, I've seen him dunk. He's really good. Um, and I don't know. Maybe expectations are too high for Eric Gordon now, Aaron Gordon now. Um, yeah, that could be. That's my pick. And then if you want to talk all-star, real all-star game, which is probably like the least fun. Wait, wait, two- can I interrupt for a second? Yeah. And I just talking about Dwight Howard. One of my favorite things is to go on YouTube to watch old NBA, you know, clips, whatever. One of the top five YouTube NBA things is, you know what I'm talking about, Dwight Howard and Stan Van Gundy. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The interview where he's drinking like the Pepsi, Stan Van Gundy. Oh, my God. And that's a re- you got to rewatch that one if you haven't seen it in a while. Well, no, the uh, <laughs> the video if you watch it is Stan Van Gundy when he was the coach of Orlando talking about how I think what was Dwight Howard demanded a trade or something. He demanded that Van Gundy get fired. Oh, he demanded him to get fired, and so Van Gundy was ranting about that to the media. And no, Van Gundy literally said, "Yeah, I know Dwight." I was told by ownership that Dwight wants me fired. <laughs> and he's in like a media scrum. And then Dwight Howard like strolls over oblivious and he like acts like really friendly with him. And then like Stan leaves. And Dwight Howard's stuck <laughs> answering these questions. Um, it's really like a, yeah. I mean, it, it, just a great clip to have immortalized. Yeah. I, I thought you were going to say the dunks, the actual dunks, but you like the drama of, of the awkwardness. No, I like that stuff. Um, Actual all-star game should be boring. Team LeBron is pretty stacked. The starting lineup, James Harden, Luka Doncic, Kawhi Leonard, Anthony Davis, and LeBron. And Team Giannis starting lineup is Trey Young and Kemba Walker. Undersized backcourt, um, Giannis, Pascal Siakam, and Joel Embiid. I don't even know if that team could win the title, to be honest. Uh, yeah. Um, but And then, you know, obviously everyone else in, on the bench. I mean, notable backups i think for lebron would be russell westbrook damian uh damian lillard ben simmons and for Giannis, you're looking at i don't know donovan mitchell maybe has a chance to get mvp i i you know i don't Wait, know well xandrick you so uh, there, you got to talk about the 
format again. The format, okay. He's doing a podcast. This is like the big news of the of the year. Well, we mentioned I, it last episode. It's oh, you did. It's stupid. <laughs> it's like, I don't understand it. Well, I, I don't know if it's worth explaining. No, it is worth explaining when people watch it because they're gonna have to explain it ten times during the broadcast. As I really can't understand it myself. Like I was reading it on an article. They made a mistake by trying to explain it by saying the scores reset every quarter, which is like really not true. Um, so you play the first quarter, and whoever wins the first quarter, whichever team wins, gets like hundred. I forgot two hundred fifty thousand dollars for their charities. Okay. And then the second quarter, same thing. Whoever wins the second quarter gets a certain amount of money for the charity. Third quarter, same thing. And then at the end of the, the fourth quarter, you take all those three scores. Um, so let's say it's 100 to 80. Obviously, the scores will be higher than that. But say it's 100 to 80. And the fourth quarter is, is not timed. It just goes to a certain point limit. And it's going to be whomever's leading plus 24. So in our example... It would be whichever team scores 124 points first wins. And so the team that's ahead would only need to score 24. The team that's behind would have to score 44 to win the game. Um, and, and it's something that's been floated like by like statisticians to think of a way to like the charity part, whatever. It's stupid. I mean, no, no offense to charity, but no one's going to care about that part of it. <laughs> no, it's, they're trying to make it competitive each quarter, right? Yeah, that's I guess so. It's like, oh, what they want to make it because you know the All Star Game. It sometimes can be good at the last few minutes if they're trying and it's close. They're like, what if that's every quarter to get the charity bump? That's true. It's probably not a bad. It's neutral. But the more interesting thing to me is the fourth quarter idea because um, it's something that could actually happen in, in real NBA if if they wanted to be bold. And the cool thing about it is, you know, you're not going to have a lot of or as much fouling you know, to get the ball back. Cause you're not as worried about the clock. You could just make stops and get the ball back, which would be great. And then every single game will have a game winner, you know, like even if you're up by 15 points, you still have to hit that mark. So you have to hit the game winning shot. And if it's a tight game, it should be really interesting to watch. I mean, 24, it might be too slow. I mean, too few in an all-star setting because they'll score so quickly, but I think it's something that they should do in real NBA games. I don't know about that. I think that you forget. Uh, yeah. So the fouling, the clock uh, and the last that everyone knows that's a problem in the NBA, but it, when it works to your advantage, it makes for good drama. How are you going to have like the, the back, the buzzer beater that matters? You know what I mean? At the end well, of the it's going to matter. Cause they say you're, say you have to get 124 and the score is 122 to 120, you know, like it, it's going to get to a point where you're trying to win the game and they're trying to stop you and get the ball back and win the game. The only awkward part may be like, if you're down three, like say you're, you're at 121 in our example, maybe they intentionally foul you. So you can't hit three and you have to go to 123. I don't know, but I think it's good. The, the way that it's been floated in real life is you play for like 40 minutes and then it's like plus seven. So it's like, say it's a hundred to 98, like whoever scores 107 first wins. Um, so you wouldn't make the whole fourth quarter just about that, but it would be like a little extra added time. Cause I do think the end of games in the NBA can get really ugly. And, and once in a while you'll hit a game winning buzzer beater shot, but it's pretty rare. Yeah. I, I think that you can change. I'm not, I'm more traditional with this stuff. I don't love changing the rules so dramatically. 
And I think that you could fix the end of games by doing other things, like getting rid of instant replay. I hope they do that somewhat soon, or the challenges and all that stuff just elongates the game. I think there's in timeouts. I mean, this has been talked about ad nauseum. I just think that, I don't know. I don't think it's necessarily broken besides what you can get shave off in terms of the stoppages and, and things like that. Well, I think that's a, it's smart to, to test it. I think they tested it in the G League and they're testing it here. Um, and people are acting like it's just a Kobe tribute, which the 24 is. But I think it's something they're seriously considering down the road. Um, in the same way, like you watch the NFL and they're doing, they're experimenting with the onside kick being a fourth and 15 or a fourth and 20 instead of the kick. Wait, wait, wait. So in near these rules, your rules. Not my yeah. rules. <laughs> they are your rules. So they wouldn't intentionally foul. Ever is that right, or am I missing something? Well, let's think of a situation. Say you need. It to would sc- be much less, right? Because they would maybe do it to if they had a bad foul shooter to get the ball back, but not necessarily. Yeah, you would intentionally back. foul if you maybe if you're down by like seven and you think that them getting one or two points and will, will help you when you if you can hit enough threes that you'll catch up that way. Okay, but it'd be greatly reduced. As to now, it's all about fouling at the end of the game. Right. Cause like if you're down, say you're down, you need to score two more points to win the game. I need to score 12 more points. I, I wouldn't foul you. I would just try to stop you five times and you know, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it makes a lot of sense. Well, now you're kind of convincing me here. <laughs> yeah. So I want you to make a prediction for the, the game MVP and who hits that game winning shot. So do you want me to read the teams? I think the the lineups will be. Similar to the starting lineup. So the closing lineups, LeBron, Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard, Luka, James Harden, first Giannis, Embiid, Sackham, Kemba Walker, and Trey Young. Although I could see Jimmy Butler warming his way into the closing lineup. And then it's in Chicago, if that means anything to you. Yeah, it, yeah. This is from Chicago. That does mean something, yeah. I Well, I think that LeBron's team is so much better. I was shocked reading the rosters. I don't know how that happened. Um. Would you agree? Yes. Well, I think Giannis wanted to he and the the televised draft, he's like, I want to help my African team. So he drafted Embiid and Siakam and tried to make a statement there. But like from a practical basketball perspective, you do not need like three big guys in an all-star game. Well, I missed I didn't to be honest, I didn't watch the draft, so I feel bad. But um yeah, I think LeBron's team wins handily. And then I'm picking MVP. Uh, Kawhi, Luca, Harden. I think it's between Giannis and Anthony Davis. Well, if Anthony Davis, if Giannis loses, I don't see him winning MVP. I know, uh, but that's what I, I know. But I'm saying if they win, if they you win, have to at right. least think about it. You have to at least think about it. I agree. Um, um, I think it's going to be, I think they'll try to make Anthony Davis win MVP because it's in Chicago. I think LeBron's trying to hype him up. Remember, he's a free agent at the, the end of the thing? year. Isn't that LeBron's whole thing is trying to get Anthony Davis all pumped up? For, I feel like this falls into that. I don't think that's a unique narrative, but I could see that happening. Yeah, I agree. I think he'll try, but I think he'll try so hard that he'll end up winning MVP because he'll have like 17 assists or something like that. And I think they'll try to get Anthony Davis the game winner, though. I think that that's fitting. Um I hope it works out. And and people, you know, people always like the all-star game's not watchable. It's not watchable. It's just a matter of like whether the game's close or not. And if it's close, they tend to try in the last few minutes at least. Yeah. I mean, that's always been. Do you know what the best 
What's the best All-Star game you've ever seen? Do you remember? The best All-Star game I ever saw, the ones that come to mind for me were, like, Jordan was old and Kobe was that's young. I have two. I have two. Okay, that's one that came to mind for me. When old Jordan versus young Kobe. Wait, wait, uh, wait are you talking about Bulls, Jordan? I'm talking about whatever, like whenever his last all-star game was where he like almost won and then didn't win. Yeah. But he was on the wizards. Maybe you're right. That young. He was on the wizards and he hit the game regular. He hit the one to put it into overtime at the buzzer. Jordan. When he came back his first year on the wizards or no, maybe it was his last year on the wizards. And that was exciting. But then the West uh, won in overtime. I think Kobe won as you said. So that was exciting. Yeah. Okay. What's your second? Well, that is my second. My number one, which I'm somewhat nostalgic for, is 2001, because I was a huge Iverson fan. Do you remember this one? It was the West was hugely favored. They had Shaq, Kobe, Duncan. They were just, the West was so much better back then, um, post-Jordan. And the West had a huge lead. And then at the end... Marbury, Stefan Marbury, Allen Iverson, Marbury hit, they had this huge comeback to win against the West. This was very exciting for me because I loved Iverson. And Matumbo got like every rebound. And then the, the East had a huge upset and Iverson was MVP. I kind of vaguely remember that. I think you, and as then an that, I feel like you. that's why Billy King traded for Matumbo that, after that because he had a really good all star game. So I think that's why he <laughs> traded for him after. Um, that's funny. I'm looking back at old, you know, Wikipedia is so amazing. They have all like the dunk contest, like scores, even like old records. It's very rare for somebody to get a hundred on a dunk. Um, in fact, it hasn't happened in about four years. The last time it happened was Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon when they were dueling in the finals, they both got a hundred and Zach Levine got a hundred the year before, but it is very rare. And then the other guy who did it twice, 2000, seven 2008 and 2009 Dwight Howard and so he's coming back um he he had a little mini rivalry with Nate Robinson they yeah they, yeah he won in 2008 and then lost and to then him controversially in helps he helped Nate Robinson beat him I don't know if you remember this the second year he, like, well, he did something he like was a prop and Nate Robinson to dunk I think Nate Robinson jumped over him or helped uh, him. something like that and then Robinson ended up winning I kind of remember that. And I should say 100, scores of 100, because it's combined. So you had to have 250s to get a score of 100. But he did that twice. So I, I'd be curious to see what he has up in his sleeve. I wonder if he'll do like a lot of like throwback dunks. Like, oh, I'm going to do what I did in 2008. Superman or whatever. Um, I have a dunk. Do you have a dunk mind? End with this. If you were if you were Derek Jones Jr., you were Aaron Gordon, you could dunk like this. You could, did you ever used to dunk? You were close to dunking. I could grab the rim. <laughs> that counts for us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're a white Ellison, that counts as a dunk. Um, I could touch the net, I think. I, uh, so say you were Derek Jones Jr. Like, what would your dunk be? Like, if you had to come up with like a really creative like dunk to win it all? Uh, you go first. You probably thought about that. I did think of it. <laughs> That's why I could have it on me. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's so Space obvious. Jam dunk where your arm extends like <laughs> at the end of Space Jam. Space Jam. That would be good. You could tie it into the, uh, the upcoming Space Jam. But I think it's so obvious to me. I don't know why anyone doesn't do this. You go up there. I go up there. I flash my Instagram handle. 
this already is terrible. And then I have a camera on the rim. I feel like this has been done before. I don't think it's been done. You run and you jump, you grab the camera, and you take a selfie of you dunking in the middle of the dunk contest. And then by the time you land, it's posted on your Instagram. Everyone goes, runs on their Instagram and checks and sees that you posted it. Mid-dunk contest selfie. I think that that's bad. I think that would be iconic. (laughs) I think it would be bad because the dunk wouldn't be that good. And But the moment... And I don't know, that seems a little gimmicky, like Blake Griffin dunking over the Kia sort of thing. I'm not a huge fan of that. So your dunk would just be what, like, spin like eight a, times? Yeah. <laughs> Power <laughs> jam? <laughs> you touch the ball and light it on fire, and then you, <laughs> you know. The coolest dunk, I'll tell you, the one that dunk that didn't get enough credit, if you talk about like forgotten moments in history, JaVale McGee, you know, clown, everyone thinks he's a joke. He had some amazing dunks, including, I believe he dunked two basketballs at once. Remember that? He had two baskets come out. Oh, like Earl the Goat, Manigal? No, he like dunked it. He had two baskets side by side, two rims, two, you know, backboards, everything. And then he like dunked them both at the same time. I feel like that's really hard. Yeah, that's true. I kind of remember that. Okay, well, I'm saying the selfie dunk is the way to go. Yours is the Space Jam dunk, where you extend your arms really far. From the three-point line. From the three-point line. Oh, okay. Do you remember that? That was a weird ending. Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of got Stretch Armstrong up. And then he didn't even dunk it. He kind of, he kind of Dwight Howard it. He threw it in at the end. Oh yeah, that would be interesting to see, and and I like the props too. I, that I would, would encourage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm interested to see. I, I'm gonna tune in the dunk contest. It always gets hate. If it's like, come on, it's still the most fun thing to watch because you know what it is. In life, this is like a big picture thing. Life, life's all about like anticipation and excitement and like building it. Like I'm looking forward to this. And say Aaron Gordon steps onto the court. Even if the dunk he does isn't that great, it's 46 or something, like you're still like anything could happen. Like he could do a Space Jam dunk. He could do the selfie dunk. Like you don't know what's going to happen. So it's fun to watch that anticipation like and, and not being sure. And a lot of times in hindsight, it wasn't that great. But in the moment, you're totally glued to your screen. Oh, I don't know about that. I feel like sometimes I, I get there was a backlash to the dunk contest and then there was a backlash to that backlash and it's underrated. I feel like sometimes you can just get a sense of it quickly. Like, does it have it this year or not? One thing I will say about it that is an entertaining, a saving grace, is TNT televising it? They tend to, right? I think it's the one good thing about, even if it's not underwhelming, is it's always fun to listen to Barkley and Kenny. I think they're always funny when they call it, if they are. Yeah, Um, you're right. Because if it was on ESPN, it would be like unwatchable. Yeah, so usually they have you know Barkley making fun of things. Like, that's always I always enjoy that. But then at the same time, that kind of leads to like the negativity because it's not that fun to like say how great everything is. It's more fun to make jokes about how bad everybody is. Well, I like I like that. It's funny. That's your. That's going to be your next role after being a ombudsman for the dunk contest. But I appreciate you. I how would you grade yourself? I would give you an A for coming on the show. Yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) Took the words out of my mouth.
I mean, talk about rising stars, talk about skills, talk about the celebrity game. It's not the easiest assignment. Um, do you want to make a big prediction for the end of the year if you're not back? You're a big LeBron fan, apparently. Is he going to win the title? I'm not a LeBron fan. I just said, I'm just a realist. I think that, I think my prediction is I was kind of thinking the Lakers and LeBron because I think I can just see that because I think Le- people underrate how good LeBron is in the playoffs. Um, but my latest prediction, I think, is the Clippers because I think that people are actually underrating Kawhi and how good he is, you know, in, At full in strength, the playoffs. Yeah. He's certainly not afraid. I mean, like we've seen it. So good. I mean, he's he's good at everything. He's a great shooter. He's a great free throw shooter. He's a great defender. And just imagine in the playoffs that you don't need to, you don't have the slog of the season. You just go full bore. So I could see the Clippers. That'd be fun. It's one of the better ones to watch. I think. Um, It's been exciting. Um, All right. Well, thanks for coming on. I give you a good grade too. And we're we always take your criticism seriously. I I didn't even fidget once. If you noticed, I don't have anything I'm fidgeting with right now. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see I'll how the audio. Listen back. Yeah, we'll listen back, and you can grade. And if you want to criticize Don Allison or Zandrick Allison, you can email the show zandrickellison at gmail dot com. Uh, thanks for coming on the show. We'll talk to you soon. All right, thanks. Thanks for listening to the Underdog Sports NBA Show with your host Tyler Laurie and Zandrick Ellison. Tune in next week for more NBA storylines and news.